everyone. Welcome to the Wolf Medicine series, which is also season two of the Dimelo Mareri podcast. I am your host, Dimelo Mareri, a Botswana-based womb medicine woman for women leaders, healers, and coaches. It brings me so much joy to welcome you back to the Womb Medicine series for this new episode of our podcast series. In this podcast series, I'm going to be inviting women in Africa and beyond who are experts in various fields of womb healing and womb medicine to share their sacred wisdom in medicine with you on how to heal your womb, activate your own inner womb consciousness and inner womb medicine and on how to build a nourishing relationship with your womb and alongside those interview conversations i will also be hosting solo casts in the form of master classes and still along the themes of womb healing and womb medicine for more of my work and healing programs please check out my website dimelomarero.com and if you're on social media, let's definitely connect on Instagram. My handle is at Dimelo Mareri. And now let's dive into today's episode. Great, we are live. Um, hi everyone, good evening and welcome. Um, again, um, so I had started a live like a minute ago and we're, we're doing a second run because yeah, my devices are acting up today, <laughs> but we're finally here. Welcome to this session two of the womb medicine teaching series. And I am your host, Dumelo Mareri. For those who are seeing me for the first time or joining us in for a live session for the first time. Hello, I am Dimelo Mareri. I am a womb medicine based in Botswana. And essentially what that means is that I help mostly women leaders who are seeking to heal their inner womb wounds and pains and access joy, pleasure and freedom in their bodies. Yeah. So in today's um, stream, we are going to be exploring the evolution of, of healing, right? And before I get into it, um, please receive my apologies for this late start. Um, I had some technical difficulties, right? First, like my light was acting up and then for some weird reason, yeah, my live stream wouldn't begin right um but i'm glad we're here and and doing this right yeah so um in in our first session for for this series we explored the theme of healing as a path of leadership right that was last week and i also shared um a post on thursday with some journaling prompts for you 
you know, just to take you deeper on your journey for you to reflect on your own life, to reflect on aspects or areas of your life that might actually need healing or that might need or that need attention and that might need um, transformation and healing. Right. So, yeah, for those joining us, if you're joining me, please um, let me know who you are and from where in the world you're joining. Um, and for those who are watching as a replay, please just take just hashtag replay and leave any of your thoughts and yeah questions in in the comment section right yeah so yeah also i'd really love to know because like this is the session the second session of this series i'd really love to know what stood up for you from last week's um session where we were talking leadership and healing right let me know what if there were any insights any highlights any aha moments for you right and yeah what might have shifted any ideas that might have come for you right so today we're exploring the theme of the evolution of healing work right and essentially we're wanting to explore the ways in which you know healing work as we have known it um, in past years has evolved, right? And also exploring some of the elements that um, we are called to or that you might be called to bring into your inner healing journey, right? So last week we spoke, um, yeah, quite a bit about the theme of intentionality, you know, in healing, right? that healing as as self-leadership you know it's a journey that requires you to be very intentional about your life and to get clear about what it is that you desire and what it is that you might actually be needing to heal in your life right and so just bringing in to this session that theme of intentionality right we would also really want to get intentional around our own education, you know, as people who are on a healing journey, right? So maybe we could just start it off by exploring briefly, you know, what healing is, you know, um, so, that, so that we may also get clear on why we would even want to heal in the first place, right? And so also in this session, I'm going to be sharing from my own training and um, elements I've learned from um, various mentors and teachers, right? And I'll also be sharing from my own experience, right? So from both those journeys, you know, what's, what's, what's been key for me about healing, right? Is that healing would be or is a process where we dissolve or transmute any inner wounding or trauma that might be sitting within our bodies or that we might have encountered as a result of various experiences in our lives, right? So appreciating that you're a whole human being who has had like a whole lived life, really. You have lived a whole lifetime. And you've had various lived experiences, you know, 
some of which might have caused you pain, some of which might have been deeply, deeply wounding, right? And so when we step onto this path of healing work, right, we step into it with the appreciation that whoever you are today and however your life is looking like in the present is informed by past lived experiences that you have had, you know? So a strong theme that came up last week was the theme of intimacy because yeah like that's something that juices me up to teach right but for example when we look at the area of intimacy in your life right the ways in which you're experiencing and intimacy we mean like romantic relationships right um and so when we look at the area of intimacy in your life however way it's looking right now or however way you're experiencing it enjoying it or otherwise it is as a result of experiences that you as an individual have had in your lifetime you know as this person right now so we bring in that awareness that we want to heal because um whatever experiences we might have had some of them might have been wounding some of them might have been traumatic and those traumatic experiences, that inner wounding affects who we are today. It affects how our lives look like right now. It affects how our lives will unfold, right? So healing is that process of dissolving the inner wounding, of transmuting the trauma that sits w within your body, within you, right? So yeah, let me know if that resonates, right? And um, I keep emphasizing that your lived experiences in this lifetime, right? Because um, our wounding, our trauma does not only come from our current lives. You know, some of it is inherited along generational lines, right? And yeah, this is something we've spoken about in previous masterclasses, right? That some of our pain and when we are now exploring womb pain right some of the womb pain that we might experience as women right might flow from experiences that generations before our own have had right so it might be that a grandmother or a grandfather at some point um down or up our generational line might have had a traumatic experience, right? And given the nature of trauma and that it gets stored at cellular level in our DNA, it is passed down generational lines, right? Um, yeah, we, we spoke about this last week as well, right? And so part of what we would want to heal, right, is an inner wounding or trauma that has been passed down generational lines, right? Um, some of it might also flow from, um, collective, like a collective consciousness, right? Um, and with regards, for example, right? <laughs> Just an example, um, keeping, keeping with the example of womb pain for women, right? Sometimes it might not necessarily be something that happened to a grandmother that we're related to, right? So sometimes it might be 
um, as a result of an experience that has happened to any woman, right? Because when, when a woman is experiences a traumatic, like a, a traumatic, has a traumatic experience um, or is deeply wounded, the imprint of that traumatic experience, it can get stored within the collective consciousness of women, right? And so sometimes what we experience as the pain, you know, the physical manifestation, the physical manifestation of pain, you know, that we might experience in our bodies might actually flow from the collective experiences of women, you know, as an example, right? Um, And with the example of intimacy as well, it's like for for us as African people as a group or where I'm currently based in the Southern African region, you know, there tends to be like similar experiences of intimacy, you know, um, with, and it's really across the world, right? With many households being led by women, by single parents who are mostly women, right? And so what, what we also want to bring, you know, into into our inner healing journeys right is this interest it's actually let me rephrase part of what we're called to bring into our inner healing journeys right is like this quest of knowledge right um we are called to want to learn to we are called to intellectual work right to want to understand to want to learn what healing is, you know, um, why we would want to heal, why we need to heal and what we need to heal, right? So as much as, you know, we're doing like it's, I mean, what I offer as a medicine woman is predominantly spiritual healing, you know, and what we're called to is to understand that, you know, even though it might be spiritual healing, we need to bring all of ourselves into it, including the, the intellectual aspects of, our, of ourselves as well, you know, to up, apply our minds, to apply our capacity to do research, to learn, to ask questions, you know? <laughs> yeah. So um, I know that for, for a lot of people, and especially in yesteryears, you know, like, healing was possibly something whose understanding was possibly reserved for the wisdom keepers and for the healers themselves, you know, Um, and with um, the larger population. And I'm talking like very recent years, not like in in our ancient world where the spiritual used to be like at the center of, of our lives, right? Then I'd like to believe that most people had the understanding of these processes, you know, but with the advent of colonialism um, and, yeah, modernization and globalization, you know, um, what I have observed is that then there were very few people, you know, who had this understanding, who, who were looking to learn and to understand, you know, um, some of these elements, right? So that would be part of what I have observed to to be evolving and to have evolved, right? Is that we really are being called to bring into our inner healing journeys the intellectual work, you know, um, for us to want to learn, for us to want to understand what healing is 
and why we even need to heal in the first place, you know? And for me, like, it's just really been so important for us to understand the why of things, right? So that we are deeply, deeply empowered in our inner healing journeys, right? Um, and with this also, I would want to urge you, you know, when working with, with any healer or any practitioner, right? Please be encouraged to ask them the why questions, right? <laughs> why do we need to do this? What does this mean? Um, etc. Please ask those questions so that you're deeply, deeply empowered in your inner healing journey, right? And closely related to that, you know, um, the other thing that we're, we're really being called to bring into our inner healing journeys is, is intention. It's intentionality, right? Um, a, and this intentionality would be a deciding. It would be an inner authority, um, a self-leadership about your healing and about what happens in your life, right? So we are not leaving it to chance, right? Like, and if you are in this space, if you're watching this, right, the type of healing that I would like to invite you to, it's a healing that is deeply, deeply intentional, right? Where you take stock of your life. One, you do a life audit, right? You identify what's working and what's not working. You sit down and you get clear on what your desires are. And we also get clear on why those desires might not be happening, right? And then we also get clear on the work that might be needed, you know, the work that might need to get done, right? Um, I hope I'm not missing any of your comments, right? There's nothing coming up on, on my end. Um, yeah. And I hope that's not a technical glitch. <laughs> yes. Um, so, and this is, this is like a theme we explored, um, was it briefly? I don't know, that we explored last week, right? That the path, our path of healing, it ought to be intentional, right? It ought to have at the center an inner authority a self-leadership about where you want your life to go, right? Um, and so what I'd like to invite you today, what I'd like to invite you to today, right, is to reflect on, on a few of the prompts that I'm going to share. I already shared them like a minute ago, right? Um, so one... I invite you to do an audit of your life, right? You're going to look at what's working in your life and two, what's not working in your life, right? And for it to be effective, please pull out a paper and a pen and write this down. You can do this later once we have completed our session for today, right? And then two, um, I'd like for you to reflect on or just write down all of your desires, right? What are your desires, right? And write all of them down and on like a separate section. I'd like for you to also write down 
your your desires around intimate relationships around intimacy so it's intimacy and relationships right we're going to be working with these and especially during a master class that i'm going to host um end of this month beginning of of next month right so please write all of those down right and three linked to the second one please reflect on what it is according to your own knowledge right as far as you know what is it that is keeping these desires from happening as far as you know right um and you also want to look for the patterns right so in the case of intimacy or even with money um you can look at the patterns in your own life and the patterns in your family and lineage right with intimacy you want to look at what have been the like what has been the experience of intimacy in your lineage in in your bloodline right um yeah like what has been the experience of women the experiences of women in your bloodline um with intimate relationships or with marriage right please reflect on that write on it right um and then four i invite you to reflect on what is it that needs to be healed or transformed right so at three you would have reflected on what it is that's keeping your desires from happening right and then at four you're going to reflect on what it is that as far as you know you think might need healing or or to be transformed right yeah so yeah like that will be like the only <laughs> writing assignment that i give you for this week right um and and these five uh, no these four they're only four right <laughs> so under what needs to be healed or transformed we have like five aspects you know in terms of what might need to get healed or transformed one it could be something at a, at an intellectual level right it could be something intellectual like maybe you need to research maybe you need to find a teacher uh maybe you need to find a coach or something right um two whatever it is that needs to be healed or transformed it might be emotional in nature right um three it might be psychological right um and four it might be somatic right matters to do with your body and trauma that is held by your body right and then four it might be something spiritual right so reflect on that as far as you know okay um and so i was sharing these five elements because sometimes we i mean as much as we have we have um we have <laughs> i've said that healing is you know like this process of dissolving or transmuting um trauma or inner wounding you know sometimes it could be something that shifts at an intellectual level you know that brings about a change in your life you know sometimes it it could be something that shifts at an emotional level you know or at a psychological level right 
So please reflect on those and yeah, write whatever comes up for you as far as you know, you know, um, and then, then we'll take it from there, right? Um, yeah, let me know. Let me know what resonates for you. Let me know if you have any questions, right? Mm. Okay, so the, the third element out of four, we have four elements here, right? So part of what has evolved with, with inner healing work, right, is that we are now called to be active participants in our inner healing, right? And, you know, when, when, when I refer to this healing work that has evolved, you know, or that is evolving, I'm talking about healing as we, we would normally know it to understand it to be, you know, in the mainstream, you know, where somebody would go see, um, like a healer in like in the village for for like one session um which is the only one also for a consultation or for a divination or whatever you know <laughs> so what what has been emerging what i have been experiencing um in 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 my own circles is that that has deeply deeply has radically evolved right and so we are now being called to be deeply intentional about our inner healing journey, right? And to also become active participants in that inner healing journey, right? To not live it up to the practitioner or the holder of the space, you know, to be wholly responsible for our inner healing journey, right? Um, so the healing that we're talking about here, um, it goes beyond um, somebody like um, um, like maybe reading cards for you or like doing a once-off maybe divination, you know. Um, we're talking about a deep, like deep inner healing work, right, that will transmute your inner wounding and your deep traumas right so that type of healing it requires that you decide you decide and it also requires that you identify what needs to be healed um what needs to be transformed in your life you know and for that to happen you know like it requires that you have sat down by yourself you know to identify what is working and what's not working in your life, right? And then to arrive at a decision of saying, I actually want to transform this and that, right? Um, and then make a commitment. Um, make a commitment for that healing, um, for that process, right? It requires a commitment because inner healing work is not easy, right? It requires that you face like the very deep crevices of yourself, some that you didn't even know exist. And I don't mean to scare anyone. Right. But it's 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 not an easy process and it's not an overnight type of work. Right. 
So it requires that we're deeply committed to it. And that commitment, you know, it'll flow from you having made a decision that I want to change my life. You know, that self-leadership that we're talking about. It comes from a place of I want to change my life and I want to change the lived experiences of women in my lineage, right? That's what keeps us going, you know? Um, so I have a 12-week a womb healing program, right? That's like three months of healing, you know? And in the first month, like we go really deep, like into the shadows of your being, right? To do the inner shadow work, right? And that type of work, like it, it requires that you deeply interrogate and face yourself. And you can imagine for a whole three months, you know, um, it requires commitment to be able to stick it through. It requires a commitment to want to change your life, to want to change your lived experience, to want to change the lived experiences of those in your family and in your lineage, right? So that's part of what we're really being called to, right? And we are largely being called to that because, yo, guys, like the transformation of our world hinges on us transforming ourselves because we are going to heal the world by healing ourselves. That, like, that's a huge part of the healing work that's required for us to heal and bring about like the deep transformation that we want in our world, Right. Us as the individual building blocks of this world are required to heal in order for our world to heal, right? So if, for example, we want to heal, like these unpleasant experiences happening in our communities in intimate relationships, we need to heal that trauma inside of ourselves, right? First, for it to be manifested, actually for it to be manifested in our world, it needs to be manifested in us internally right and so some of the big themes that we want to shift and change in our world they require that we do the needed inner healing work to bring them about so that that is that is what's required that is what requires the commitment there right and also what we're being called to is really to realize as we explored last week, that this is a work of leadership, right? As you heal, you are being a leader in your life because you're bringing about transformation and change, right? So leadership here, let's look at it as you being a change maker. You are bringing about change. You're bringing about transformation. The beautiful thing about healing, when you heal and you heal your DNA, you bring about a lasting change for you, for your ancestors, for your descendants, right? And, you know, as I keep saying, I cannot think of, um, like, that for me is like the highest form of leadership, right? Um, and so also like in you being an active participant of your healing, right? You're also then being called to invest the necessary resources in your inner healing work, right? the biggest resource will probably be time, right? For you to invest time to decide. Like once you've decided this is something that I would like to heal, this is something that I would like to transform. You carve out time in your life. You make time for it, right? To do the work. 
And then second, you also avail the financial resources that are going to ensure that you get that work done, right? That you hire somebody, that you engage a healer, that you engage a practitioner to hold healing space for you to do that deep inner work, right? And why would you want to engage a practitioner, right? When maybe you can do it on your own. <laughs> um, so one, I think what we would agree on is that when you try to do it on your own, it might actually take you much longer than when you have somebody who is experienced and who is trained to hold space for you in those ways, right? And, and second, there actually exists people in our world who are trained, who are skilled, who are gifted to do particular forms of work for us. It's people who, um, whose work, whose life work, whose mission is to help us heal in those particular ways, right? So if we already have those people, why do it on our own, right? When we can actually have somebody whose speciality is to hold space in those ways, like to guide you, to mentor you, um, to hold you by the hand, you know, to show you the places to look into, to show you aspects that you might be missing, to show you what you might need to look at, what you might need to attend to, right? That requires a financial investment, right? And possibly that's also something that has also evolved and shifted with with healing work right healing work as we we used to uh, um, understand it would be maybe paying like 20 bucks or 50 bucks um 50 bucks i mean like in my local currency you know <laughs> uh, which in do which in dollars would be like five dollars or something right um um for for inner healing work right so the other thing that we're being called to and this is as a human race as humanity right um and this is something that i've been called to personally as a practitioner in this space right is to realize the value and the worth of this type of work right <laughs> this type of work changes life it changes generations it changes the lived experiences of bloodlines and of lineages right so we are being called and this is part of the great shifts that are happening in our world right now. We're called to value this work, to value it as participants in it, you know, and as practitioners, because this is the work that changes the world, right? Um, let me know if you have any questions, right? Um, so the healing work that we're called to the healing work that if you're in this space, I would like to invite you to. It's a healing work that is intentional. At the core of it, I'd love for us to be deeply, deeply intentional about our lives, about how we live and create our lives, right? We want to be very intentional and conscious about the things that we are creating that we're bringing into our lives. We want to be aware, we want to be intimate with our desires, right? And we want to bring about, we want at the center of that healing to be our inner authority, to be our self-leadership, to be our leadership, right? We want to take charge. 
of our inner healing journeys, right? We don't want to leave it to chance. We don't want it to be random, right? Sure, there are like synchronicities and beautiful things that can happen, but we want to be deeply intentional about our inner healing work, right? And this is what I am inviting you to. And this is a very strong theme that I'm going to be bringing into our group and across all of my work, really. I guess because this is something that I've been deeply moving through, right? <laughs> Being deeply, deeply called um, to resurrect this core element of leadership and self-leadership in our healing, right? Um, yeah. So we also need to realize that our healing is not an isolated event. Like when you heal, when you do your own personal inner healing work, sure, like you might be doing it in isolation there in your personal private life. But please know it is not an isolated event in the broader scheme of healing our world. When you do your inner healing and I do my inner healing and somebody there does their inner healing, the cumulative work of all of that brings about a radical healing and shift and transformation, a shift in consciousness of our world. Again, that is leadership, right? I feel like maybe we should have called this series like the conscious leadership series, right? <laughs> because a lot about leadership has been coming up. Um, yeah. Let me know, right? If you have any, any questions, but I suspect I might actually not be seeing comments that are coming through right so ladies that's that's what i had to share with you today right um you know just in terms of what has evolved um in inner healing work right we're really being called to be intentional about it we're being called to bring to have sit at the center our self-leadership our leadership um, we're being called to bring in, to allow in some intellectual work, you know, a desire to learn, a desire to understand what healing is, why we would even want to heal, right? Um, and to, in, to involve like all of our capabilities, you know, as human beings, you know, um, the intellectual, the emotional, the psychological, etc., right? And we're also really being called um, to recognize that as we heal, we heal the world, right? Um, and so, you know, even though when we do make a decision to heal, it would be largely for, you know, for your personal life. Please also do recognize that when you do the inner healing work of your life, you're also like just vastly contributing to the healing of our world and to just making a hugely positive impact in, in our world, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. I felt like I went on and on and on, <laughs> um, especially when we talk about like, yeah, just the self-leadership, the inner authority um, and... Mm, the intentionality that that ought to be brought into our inner healing processes and journey, you know, that deciding that 
personal inquiry, you know, and deciding and choosing that this is something that I'm going to do, you know, and committing to it and allocating the necessary resources, you know. That's what we're being called to um, in, a, in our inner healing work, right? Um, and what we also need to recognize, like just during these times, because what's currently happening in our world, like these are, we're living through like historic times, right? There is a lot that is shifting in our world um, for the better, right? It might not feel like it right now, but our world is undergoing a deep shift, a deep evolution, and um, a deep ascension process, right? And so um, our Mother Earth is healing, humanity is healing, right? And so if you're wondering what could you do, like if you're committed to bringing about change and transformation sustainable change lasting change in our world some of what we are now called to is to do our inner healing work so that we may support the deep changes that are happening in our world right to identify and to release elements of ourselves that we need to let go of to release traumas to release woundings that belong with the world with the old world that is now being shared right so that is part of the assignment right now, you know, to let go of the old parts that don't serve us anymore, that will not serve us as we step into um, the new world, the new earth, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And there were, in closing, there were questions that, that came up yesterday and today. Yesterday, I posted a Q&A post, right, for y'all to ask any questions that you might have, right? And I'm going to respond to those now, yeah? Mm. So if you have any questions about today, you let me know. You'll post in the comments. I'm not seeing the comments now, um, but I'll definitely respond if, if there are any, right? Um, so Sibongile asked about date daytime or nighttime practices right so she shared that she has a nice morning ritual setup and was asking about um whether they may they might be any daytime or nighttime practices rituals that i could recommend right um and so for the appreciation of everyone listening um so like the morning time is usually and especially during these times right is really great for just doing some solid grounding work so you could allocate time this could be like 30 minutes of silent meditation to connect with your higher self your inner self right and then also just ground um just ground allow yourself to fully drop into your body right um we should probably do this sometime, right? But while in your silent meditation, you could like just do a visualization of grounding to Mother Earth, right? So that as you step into your day and as you move about, you're fully, fully grounded in your body and to the earth, right? There's a lot happening, a lot of winds that could sway us, you know, <laughs> uh, metaphorical winds, right? <laughs> 
So you want to be deeply, deeply grounded and connected to your higher self, connected to your inner self, right? You could also do like some journaling just to deeply connect with yourself, right? To come to self, to come to your center, right? Um, and in, in the night time, so I usually reserve the night time. I, I have some quiet time there as well, you know, just to wind down um, some nice, like quite solid solitude time, contemplation time <laughs> would be great. Like just for you to digest what has happened through the day, you know, to digest or to reflect on any emotions that have come up in the day for you, you know. And if there had been um, like big triggers in the day, this would also be like a good time to do some work around that, you know, like um, some work could be like breath work, you know, to fully move through what came up. Or it could also just be like a silent meditation, you know, to fully feel through and to move through any of the emotions that might have come up for you, right? Um, so evening time is also like just usually great if you want to do like some heavy, heavy work that might leave you like heavy energetic work, you know, that might leave you feeling exhausted and wanting to sleep right after, right? So that would include like breath work, um, some shadow work, you know, you could also journal in the evening, right? So we want to live, we want to create some, just some quiet time at the end of your day, maybe 30 minutes or an hour, you know, just of quiet contemplation of digesting your day because there's usually so much that's happening and not enough time to process it all. So I would recommend that um, for you guys. And we, you might also sometimes need to cleanse, like to do an energetic cleanse, right? You could do that in the morning or in the evening, you know, like just also work with um, what works best for you, you know. Um, sometimes when I'm feeling really heavy, I do like like a chakra cleansing or um, or like just an energetic cleanse in the mornings, right? Um, word of caution, I know sometimes we just get meditations from YouTube. Let's please not do that. Um yeah, so we don't want to work with meditation. Meditation is very powerful, right? Somebody speaking into your subconscious, right? So you want to be very selective about the meditations that you use, right? You could ask for meditations from your practitioner, somebody that you're working with, your healer, right? Um, and you also probably, you also want to work with as meditations of as few people at a time as possible right so not too many voices at a time right this is if you're to do meditations right let's please like yeah um let's lean away from just getting random meditations from youtube and doing those right ask your healer ask for meditations from your healer you know that are specific to your journey um or somebody that you follow right if they, a teacher that you have, um, if they are offering free meditations, like do those. Um, and please be discerning as well of the meditations that you're, you're going to do, okay? Um, ask your higher self, your I am presence to guide you. Ask your spirit guides to also guide you 
on what is right for you okay um and then we also had another questions uh, another question around products that help with fibroids or with or, or with fluid in the cul-de-sac right so as as a practitioner i i offer i offer womb healing programs i offer inner healing programs right so in term, I, 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 I don't have like physical products. If you mean physical products, those I don't have. What I do have are this inner healing, um, our womb healing specifically actually for fibroids is womb healing programs um, that you could, you know, sign up for. And we would do the inner healing work of attending to the root or the source of of these fibroids you know and offer of and offer inner healing medicine at that level right so um my womb healing programs are largely or largely inf involve emotional and spiritual healing we will do also do somatic work and psychological work right um so that's that's what i have in here right I have a 12-week a womb healing program that I mentioned earlier. And I also have like once-off womb healing sessions, right? If you want to try out my work, um, see how it might be like to work with me. I highly recommend that you book a once-off. It's a two-hour womb healing session. And we would do like the inner exploratory work, exploratory work of what's happening for you, you know, and um yeah see what might help with with the womb pain with the fibroids that you're experiencing yeah um if this is something that you would like to explore you can yeah drop me a dm um and and we'll take it from there i'll guide you on how to book a session yeah and there was also a question on causes of abdominal Ab abdominal pain right so i usually use the phrase womb pain to refer to all forms of pain you know that a woman might experience around her womb right so this could be fibroids this could be cysts this could be you know it could have been a stillbirth um it could be abdominal pain you know it could be excruciating menstrual cramping or excessive bleeding during a menstrual period right um so with like with womb pain including abdominal pain um like we would be able to ascertain what it is you know when we're doing the inner healing work in a private session you know um however um, some of the causes that I have observed that I have discovered to like it's causes or sources or roots of womb pain. One, you know, as we have explored earlier is ancestral or generational wounding, you know, where the wounding has been inherited down generational lines, you know, um, two, um, one of the sources of womb pain is unprocessed emotions, right? Our wombs hold our unprocessed emotions, our unprocessed pain, our unprocessed grief, our unprocessed shame, right? 
So sometimes when you're sitting with those unprocessed emotions, right, they can manifest as pain, right? It's like your womb trying to process your pain on your behalf, right? Because maybe we're not really allowing ourselves to feel it, right? Um, and to let it find expression. So that's two. Three, um, womb pain might also um, manifest as as a result of sexual trauma, right? Sexual trauma is one of the deepest traumas for for human beings, right? And linked to that is also just the traumatic timelines of of war and slavery on our continent and in our world, right? Some of our womb pain and abdominal pain, it comes from those timelines of war, of slavery, where the wombs and bodies of women were deeply violated. So some of that pain is coming up as womb pain, as abdominal pain, right? Um, and lastly, we explored this just a little earlier, is wounding from past lives or soul extensions, right? Um, yeah, so like just at a deeper, at a much deeper spiritual um, and soul perspective, right? We would recognize that our souls are eternal and are vast, right? And have had experiences, um, experiences outside of this current lifetime, right? So those experiences might have been like wounding experiences and they might affect how you experience in your body and your life right now, right? Um, and so my invitation to you is, you know, if you're looking to explore um, what the source of your own pain is, and if you're looking to heal this abdominal pain, this womb pain, I would highly recommend that you engage um, a womb healer, a practitioner in womb medicine, right? Book a session um, and begin to do the, yeah, the inner healing work um, of that abdominal pain, you know? Um, you know, also sometimes sexual trauma, and this is something I've shared before, um, like sometimes it, 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 it it, it even need not be like direct sexual violation. It could be, um, it's like it could be as a result of the conditioning and programming of our world around sexuality, you know, that highly influences and informs how we experience and express our sexuality as women, right? And as men, um, you know, so sometimes that sexual trauma is very subtle. You know, it can even happen in an absolutely loving relationship, right? Where you wanted to say no, but said yes, right? And your pelvic area, your vaginal area, um, it stores that. It, it actually didn't say yes, you know? So it can be registered as a violation. Your body can register that as a violation. So part of the sacred sexuality work that we want to do is of building relationship with our bodies, right? Such that we can be in deep knowing of when it's a yes and in deep knowing of when it's a no, right? And then be able to honor that no and be able to honor that yes, right? Um, 
so sacred sexuality is an aspect of my work you know like when you book a when you book a once-off session we can either do womb healing work we can do intimate and sexuality healing work right we can do generational or bloodline healing work or we can activate your inner womb medicine right um and in my long-term program of the 12-week womb healing program there is a whole module on intimacy and sexuality and this is because like intimacy and sexuality are elements that are matters of your womb right and it is usually within intimacy and sexuality that some of our deepest um womb windings happen right so um yeah we want to do that work so you know another thing that it's an inspiration i i recently had i'm going to be designing and packaging a group healing program um for women right <laughs> group coaching group healing has just always been a vibe for me right so yeah that's going to be in the pipeline and i'll share it with you when it's ready um it'll yeah it'll be yeah for a group um for three months um and that element of intimacy and sexuality healing is going to be there as well because you know what like some of the sexuality healing work that we need to do is just of being able to talk about our sexuality and our sex matters with our partners you know i know this is something that is a struggle for many women for a lot of couples really right so we want to do the work um because if you are to honor if you are to honor your yes if you are to honor your no in a sexual interaction right that requires of you to be able to talk to your partner about those matters right so that is part of the work that we want to do um yeah that's that's about it for today it's been a, about an hour <laughs> um so please do remember the homework that i shared with you okay we are to do a life audit right that will be maybe the theme of this week like between now and next week tuesday right you want to deeply reflect on your life and identify what's working what is not working right two you're going to reflect on what your desires are right your entire life desires and then then i suggest you have a separate list of desires in your intimacy right in of intimate relationships of intimacy all the juiciness please write it down right and then three please also reflect on what you think is keeping those desires from happening as far as you know okay um and also please look for the patterns in your family in your lineage you know associated to whatever it is that you desire you know um i love intimacy so much <laughs> so around intimacy please look for the patterns what are the experiences of women in your life in your bloodline what are their intimate experiences what are their the experiences with romantic relationships with marriage with men with intimate partners etc right and four 
um, please reflect on what you think needs to be healed or transformed, right? It could be at an intellectual, emotional, somatic, psychological, or spiritual level. Right, yeah. Okay, this has been, yeah, amazing <laughs> um, to share with you. Um, please remember, we're doing this every Wednesday for the month of August at 5 p.m. Central African time, right? So definitely do create time for that. And I definitely do look forward to joining with you further and exploring this theme of intentional healing, self-leadership, etc. Okay. I wish you an amazing evening um, and yeah, a beautiful day for those where it's still day. Bye. And now that you have had a chance to listen to this episode, I invite you to just briefly reflect on what came up for you as you listened to this episode. What were some of your thoughts as you listened? What ideas did you have coming up? And what are some of the insights or highlights you might have had while listening to this episode? And please feel free to connect with me on Instagram to share some of your thoughts and reflections for this episode or email me via my website, dimelomarero.com. And quite specifically, what new decisions or actions will you be taking as a result of what you heard here today? In what ways are you now willing or are prepared to transform your life? Again, please feel free to connect with me on Instagram or via email on my website. And in closing, if this conversation has been of value for you, please share this with a friend or with all the women in your life who you know absolutely need it. For more of my work, please do check out my website at dimelomarero.com. And while you're there, please also join my mailing list for updates and news on my healing offers and programs. Until next time, until the next episode, I am your host, Dimelo Mareri. Bye.